0: That's the start of the episode. Yeah, bro.
1: <laughs> Hold on, guys. I got a... Bordy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the I Don't Know podcast. I am here with... Oh, my God. I just fucked up the intro. I'm
0: going to do it today.
1: Whoa. Whoa.
0: Honestly, it's so weird because I am not used to not doing the intro. I've always done the intro. But Okay. Do I'm the like, Do the I mean, intro. I like that you do it, but you, like, do you think we should alternate? I
1: don't know, but you better say the co uh, co what are, what are, what, are I, what I, I, know I know what you co-host know. and co-worker. That's yeah. my like thing. You better that's say that thing. shit. Come on now, come on, lock in.
0: Well, okay. If that's your thing, then why don't we both have a thing for the intro? We Dude. should like have a co intro. watch, watch. It, We're we're co-host, co-workers, and we have the co intro. Yo, Triple Co. <laughs> I don't know. What to do. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> that I'm going to suppress myself for the rest of the episode.
1: You want, are you still want to do the intro or do you want me to do it? I'll, I'll, I'll rock it out real
0: quick. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome to the I Don't Know Podcast. My name is Joshua Eubanks. I'm here with my co-host and coworker <laughs> Jordan Ford. Uh, that was too many <laughs> silence. <laughs> I, for,
1: I, for, I forgot what to say right there. Uh, what was my line? Oh, I don't
0: know. Just your name. What's? He doesn't know his <laughs> name. It's, it's his BPD. He's kicking in. He's got a...
1: Yeah, I um dude, I'm locking in to some other reality right now. I don't I forgot my name, my social security number.
0: <laughs> anyway, all right. We got this thing behind us today. Thing.
1: Okay. Let's
0: <laughs> let's relax. I think let's we not, called the other vinyl a thing. Uh right, let's relax. So. Uh
1: this master I'm kidding. No, it's not. Uh-huh. It's not at all. Um album of the week. Today. And I'm happy about this one, because last episode, I was lost in the fucking sauce and did not know what I was talking about too much about the last album. I can quote this album word for word, bar for bar, because if y'all guys must know. Oh, yeah.
0: Great value, or Sam's Cola, y'all sponsor us. We work for you. (laughs) ASMR did not need to be in there, (laughs) but all
1: right. Um... And I'm excited to talk about this album today. We have Panic at the Disco, Pray for the Wicked, the sixth studio album of the 2001 emo band known as, formerly as, Panic at the Disco. They are now dis, dismembered. Well,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they've always <laughs> all been brutally murdered. Yeah, I've He's you know? just ahead now, like from Futurama, like just ahead now. And all he does is hit high notes all day. He just sits in his little jar just...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Forced to do that for eternity. Yeah,
1: unfortunately. Um, So, pray for the wicked. I have a lot of words to say about this. As a die hard, and I mean die hard... The voice crack right there. (laughs) Panic at the disco fan. Um, This one, honestly... It's not my favorite. It's not even close. It's at the bottom of my list. It is most people's. But is it bad? No. No. Brendan Urie has never, in my humble opinion, released a bad album. And I mean, like, terrible, like, less than a 5 out of 10 album. Um, Has he released some that were kind of, you know, not too great? Yes. Um, This is not one of them, though, because as you know, This is the most successful Panic at the Disco project ever to be released in terms of commercial success. Um, High Hopes is the biggest Panic at the Disco song to date um, in terms of streaming and whatnot. Hold on one second. Honestly,
0: that song alone just being as overplayed as it is is what makes me hate this album.
1: It is overplayed. It it is overplayed.
0: But it is. Well, you hate that album. I don't hate it. Like I can still listen to it, but it gives a sour taste on it. Yeah, and and so, like I would still rate this album like a seven, or oh, 7. half, seven,
1: six for me. It's seven's a little high, I, I think. Six, I six is because in my opinion, five is middle, is like middle, like mediocre. And I think this is a little yeah. bit better than mediocre. Like but I think th- it's good. Fair. Um, it's very poppy. Um, it's very,
0: very. It's pop. It, it is pop. I'm, from from what I remember. Like I don't I don't I can't even remember the last time I've listened to this album in full. Yeah. But I would say that probably King of the Clouds is my favorite it. Mm. That's such a banger. That's such a banger. Um so
1: I minus Roaring Twenties. I love that song. Yeah, do you remember Roaring Twenties? Mm-hmm. I, this is my roaring. And here's a fun fact. When I went to go see Brendan Urie and Panic at the Disco in twenty seventeen, that was the first time I heard that song because Hold I on. Had, let me
0: take that back. Dying in LA is the best masterpiece they've ever created. Oh it's a beautiful song. Anyway, back to what it's yours. <laughs> It's a beautiful song. Um, Sorry I cut you off.
1: It's good. The first time I listened to Um Roar in Twenties was live. And um, it made me fall in love with the song just because of the Broadway feel, and you know Brendan Urie, he put a lot of his Broadway influences into this album because he had just, not just but had recently Kinky Boots, yeah, did Kinky Boots, and so you Which can I, see.
0: I, I don't under, I don't know the story or anything to it. I've never. Like, I seen don't it. either.
1: I, I as a you would think I would just because I'm such a fan of Brendan Urie and Panic, but I haven't. Um, but. Long story short, a lot of those Broadway influences are sprinkled in this album. Some of them very heavily, especially in like Roaring Twenties, but I love that song. It's my favorite. Um, High Hopes, as overplayed as it is, it's a classic, like uh, motivational pop song. Same with Hey Look Ma, I Made It, which I think is a, this is going to be weird. In terms of Panic's discography, a underrated song. Not in terms of like commercial success, obviously, because that song is also huge. I hear it all the time, but um, like in terms of their discography, I think it's underrated just because it's such a feel-good song. It's one of those songs that's like, it's more about the feeling it makes you feel. It motivates you. It makes you like. It's like it's the. I think the most motivating thing for anybody is being able to tell their mom that they like succeeded. Like that's like a. That's like a yeah. t- tried and true, like, being able to go to your mom and be like, hey, like, no, I made it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. And so putting personifying that into a song, you know, he did a really good job with that. Um, some of the deeper cuts in this album, um, you know, like King of the Clouds, Roaring Twenties, uh, Dying in L.A., like, the, you know, the less listened to ones are also great. Um another underrated song from his discography, um uh Saturday night, say amen. Um, it's be I love that song. It's and see the thing is, I think Pray for the Wicked, it's it's very close to being a death of a bachelor too. It it has almost the same if it didn't lean closer to the pop side, it would almost have the same vibe in terms of like the party out on the town Broadway feel that like Brendan does with most of his solo music, you know? Um, And I, and death of bachelor is my favorite album by them. So for this to be like almost like a second to that, it it's it's good. I, I like it. It's a six for me and ranking all of Panic's albums, even though this is gonna sound bad, it's my l- second least favorite. <laughs> it's second bottom for me. Um not because I hate it, I like all of their music, but because it's one that I when I when I rank albums, especially by someone I listen to so much like Panic, I find myself rarely going back to the deeper cuts on this album it's mainly roaring 20s king of the clouds and all the other ones just go and listen the other day i put on uh fuck a silver lining which i like that song a silver lot lining. yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's, it's a banger it's it a is. banger it I is. i went back to that one not too long ago but and obviously I go back to all of these cuz this is my favorite band ever so I listened to all of the albums millions of times front to back but um there's just better ones in my opinion I mean I feel like you it's hard you have to really find it hard it's really hard to find something worse than this um besides in my opinion and uh, this is one of the worst this is a this is a hot take this is a steamy one mm-hmm.
0: pretty odd
1: yeah, at the a very people, bottom for me,
0: <laughs> a lot of people hold that album in pretty high regard. Yes, people
1: think it's their best, and I am like, "How? There is no way you think this is their best." They're, it's just, it's just like Beatles cosplay.
0: Like that's it is all it is. Way too folksy for for my for case. panic. Like, what? Who yeah. told them?
1: And, and, and what I don't like about <laughs> it is who told them to make yeah, this album. Yeah, I don't. What, what I don't like about it is it's so obvious that it was a marketing ploy to repackage them. And, like, it's obvious that none of them wanted that, like, at all. Because, you know, with if you, if you look... So, Panic has three I mean, albums where they're actually a band. Okay, and that's yeah. the first three, right?
0: I feel like... Notice...
1: Man. Hold on, I'm sorry. I, I, I know, I'm sorry, but... Notice how none of those albums redo... None of his albums, even redo that Pretty Odd sound. None of them. You hear you hear sprinkles of Fever in all of the other albums. You hear a sprinkle of Vices and Virtues in all the other albums. You don't hear any Pretty Odd. You know why? Because no one wanted that shit. Nobody. The music's still good, but it's
0: just weird. I just don't like it. It's not Panic, but also... If not for... That album being made, the like three songs that everybody really likes off of it wouldn't wouldn't exist. That is true, and see that and that's that is what
1: that is that's what I think holds it because
0: it makes I, lets it hold up. Because like if I didn't have nine in, nine in the afternoon and I knew that was gonna be a thing, if if they hadn't put that album out, if I had the information that that existed, I'd be so sad that it didn't.
1: Not in the Afternoon is the first Panic song I've ever heard in my life, and I I knew it like my whole life, but never knew it was them. Mm-hmm. Um, mind you, I was born around the time that album came out, so that song is like engraved into my memory, um, but like... I don't know, the Beatles core thing they were going for. And here's another thing. This is kind of a nitpick that's less about the album. But around that time when they were touring, they were performing all of their songs acoustically. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't good. Like, it, it just wasn't great. Um I'm not saying none of them are good mus- musicians, but nowhere in my mind was like, you know what I want to hear? An acoustic version of a, a fever you can't sweat out songs. Because <laughs> what makes those songs so good is that they have so many weird like instruments and like weird like quirks about them, like especially like if you think of I Write Sins, the yeah. dum 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 dum, like that is not just played off of a regular guitar, like that's you know messed with. Same with the bells in the back, the you know all of that, and then when they're playing it on stage, they're just it just it just wasn't I mean, great.
0: It's it's definitely MIDI, but also like first of all. The instrument is not guitar. I don't, why did you say that? What do you mean? It's like a a, bass. Oh, like
1: well, I wasn't saying. I was saying. <laughs> you said guitar. No, no, no. I wasn't saying that that was played with a guitar. I was saying that's what they play it with is a guitar. Like when they all play acoustic
0: on stage. When well, then it's why don't they just get a live band that can play the instruments that are in the song? Well, at the time they
1: were playing all the instruments because they were an actual band and now they have I know, but like
0: okay. I don't know who who knows who Skillet is. But I've seen them live many times and they if if they have a song in, with an instrument Wait, who, in it. Who have you seen live? Skillet.
1: Skillet. Okay, yeah. Sorry. What? I didn't know you said Skillet. I thought you were saying Skill it is. Oh. Yeah, because no. you said Skillet is. I thought you were sort of saying skill it is. Like you were wondering who plays his guitar on Panic.
0: No. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, I was I was saying okay. I've I've seen Skillet live, okay? And if they have a song with an instrument in it that typically the core band members do not play, they hire somebody to come along on tour with them, who can play that those instruments? Because they're going to be playing those songs every single show. Exactly. That's what they
1: didn't do, and it sounded like it, it. Saying it sounded like shit is not true. It was different, but it just wasn't what I wanted to hear. Especially all of the piano, in a fever, all of the piano songs, mm-hmm. the all of that. No, no piano played none of them they, they played it all on guitar all of it all there how was, can you even do that dude it was so, it's just it's just not great and they had to change a lot of the keys to a lot of the songs so they didn't sound right oh, live man. i would literally die but people love it though how people love that shit they're like that's peak panic and i'm like no peak panic if you want, dude i'm gonna ruffle some feathers peak panic is brendan urie on his own <laughs> yeah, just to be honest, and you can fight me all you want. Death of the Bachelor is the best album in their discography. That was pretty much solely Brendan Urie on his own. It is their best album. Their second is a Fever. Okay, now you can argue those two back and forth, but a Fever, bro. There's like two songs, two or three songs people remember from that album. If you're not a diehard, and it's I Write Sins, and um. Uh, the let's get these teen hearts beating fast has a long ass yeah. name. I can't remember the name. Um, it's, it's, <laughs> but death of a bachelor. First of all, the song death of a bachelor, come on, is a fucking banger. Then you have emperor's new clothes. You have uh, don't threaten me with a good time. Uh, uh, did La Devotee come out on that album? Yeah. Yeah, L.A. devotee, dude. It's it just don't miss that fucking track list is just top to bottom. And I think of that about every Panic album because I'm a Panic fan. But if you gotta go and t- you gotta go in deep, you gotta you gotta go in you gotta go in deep, and you have to like this. Like you gotta go in you deep. Gotta go in deep. Yeah, and so, uh, yeah. Back to pray for the wicked, though. Um, well, actually, I wanted to. Oh, s- go ahead. Sorry, state, sorry.
0: State the name of that song. It's lying is the girl is the most fun a girl can have without taking her clothes off. Okay, thank like you. Something.
1: I usually call it lying is the most fun for sure. Yeah, but anyway, you got to do that with most fever songs because they're all long as fuck. Yes,
0: back to pray for the Rookie because I've had this fucking sentence on my mind for the last like five minutes and I couldn't say it because we were going on this other rant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that I hate this song, but my least favorite song if i didn't ever hear it again i i probably wouldn't complain but one of the drunks is like take that shit off bro oh man what
1: you dude no (laughs) no it's, it's 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 definitely it's definitely different okay and it's definitely not like that great and it leans into that poppy broadway thing yeah. really hard Too like hard. It's, it's like a theater kid was making a panic <laughs> at the disco song like that's what it sounds like but i guess i'm biased as fuck because i've seen it live hearing it live is majestic because mm-hmm. brennan Yuri is one of the best vocalists of this generation and i and i, I believe that um, fully
0: you know what i love okay I wish that I had gone to more panic shows prior, but also like I had this, you know, we were both kids, you know, as as yeah. this band evolved. And I didn't get to go to right. any shows because my parents didn't like do that for me. But I feel like getting to see them on the Pray for the Wicked tour was the best time to get to see them before they died out. That's,
1: mm, So, here's here's where I'll argue with you on that, right?
0: Would you say that their latest tour is better? Or no. Or are you saying an ha- earlier tour? I
1: would say de-
0: Death of a Bachelor is probably the best time. The only thing you're missing... I don't know, bro, because... If I didn't get to see him play the piano in midair Air*, playing dying in L.A., I probably would have killed myself. That shit is
1: crazy. That shit is crazy. You probably would have been dying in L.A. I mean, you weren't in <laughs> L.A., but um, I was. I did, was I? No, I was in Louisiana. What's Louisiana's uh, abbreviation? Or I was in I was in uh, New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah. What is their abbreviation? Hmm?
0: Louisiana. Just L it's technically LA.
1: I was. I was dying in LA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was dying in NOLA. Wait. Yeah. 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 What he said. Anyway. So here's here's what I argue there. Death of a Bachelor is the best time. Why? You are missing that and you are missing the uh Bohemian Rhapsody uh tribute thing he yeah, did. Yeah, that shit was cool too. Which was sick. And you're missing some of the pray for the wicked songs that are good, that are good live one death of a bachelor. He performed a lot more of the older stuff that was like really good. So you got stuff that wasn't performed on pray for the wicked, like uh house of memories, which I believe he did not perform uh, on the pray for the wicked tour. He brought that back for Viva Las Vengeance. Cause you know, it went viral again on TikTok. Um, and certain deeper cuts from the older albums made it. Plus Death of the Bachelor is their best album. So straight hitters on there. So he was performed all the hitters off of there. And 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 this is the main reason. No high hopes. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, I love that song but I didn't give a shit to see that live at all. Like, and it was good but and now I agree that "Pray for the Wicked" was better to see them than "Viva Lost Vengeance," and we know why because Brendan Urie's voice was sh- fucking shot during that tour, and he was fucking up pretty bad, pretty bad.
0: I honestly haven't seen any clips, so um, I'm gonna take your word for it. That's yeah. all I gotta say. Um, he still can sing, but like a lot of his stuff was,
1: it was. Watch him when you get a chance. Watch him perform on Good Morning Morning America. That is legitimately one of the worst TV performances I've ever seen of anything mm-hmm. ever, and okay. it scared me. It made me worried that he was like going to cancel the tour because it was so bad. It was so bad. Like it. It was actually terrible, and that's coming from a die-hard Panic fan. So, um, well, I guess that's probably another reason why he just ended it. I th- um My reason, I, I'm i going to be honest, I don't think he ever wanted to make Viva Lost Vengeance, but most record labels hold you to a seven-album yeah. contract, and I feel like he had to make that seventh album. I feel like that's why he really didn't promote Viva Lost Vengeance. He wasn't on social media, and on top of that, he was also getting canceled You know, midway through that and before that, so he also like kind of quit social media.
0: But yeah, I mean like like that's what it, what he's talking about. That's how we knew that Logic wasn't going to actually retire because he still had another album in his deal. And if you if you don't like make up with your end of the deal, you don't get your royalties or anything. Nope. Which I don't, I'm not saying that Logic cares about the money, but. I wouldn't, like, it was as much as he made, dude. He's, <laughs> that's a lot of money. Like, he, he just wanted to be able to make music that he wanted to make, and he felt like he couldn't do that under Def Jam. So that's why he put out that. Piece of shit they call Bobby Tarantino 3. That's not the only piece of shit he put out. Hey, bro. <laughs> don't you be dissing logic <laughs> on this podcast if I'm here.
1: Uh, don't, don't, oh, don't maybe go into it,
0: man. Don't maybe get into it. Anyway. That. Um, anyway. That's, that's, a, I guess that's about it. Yeah. That's Pray for the Wicked.
1: Um, six out of ten for me. Um, and yeah. So. As we stated in the last episode that we recorded about 10 seconds ago, um, (laughs) we are going to do a part two, essentially, to what we were doing last time. Um, I sat and talked the entirety of the last episode about my backstory, like an anime character finna fight the final villain. You really ain't even done. Yeah. I really didn't even finish No Cap, but... um, if there's world acclaim, worldwide acclaim for that, I guess we will make a follow up to that. But this one is for Josh. Josh, you, you <laughs> get to tell these motherfuckers about what you had going on when you were younger and what's up with your life and how it molded you to be the beautiful Jesus looking man that you are now. Oh, boy. So. The stage is yours, Brody, and I will cut in intermittently to ask questions. All
0: right. So I would say probably the earliest memories that I have. All right.
1: So I (laughs) got (laughs) to... Hey, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm sad. (laughs) I'm sorry. I had Um, to.
0: I um, had to. All right. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. sorry. Anyway. Probably. Okay. Technically... We The only time I've ever moved houses was when I was, like, two years old. So, the first house that we lived in, I don't really remember much. I only have two, like, very distinct memories. One is the PC that we had. My dad had a PC. I got to play on it sometimes. You know, we all play the fucking... The pinball and shit that's preloaded on that bitch. Bro, Purple Place? Yes, sir. Yeah, bro, solitary. Bro, Patrick, he fucking downloaded that on his PC. What? Just to, just to play it for memories. I didn't even know you could do that. But if you didn't know you could do that, you can just go download Purple Place. Yeah, where all my Purple Placers at? Rise up. <laughs> Rise up. Anyway, but the... The other thing that happened to me when I was two, before I moved out into the country country is, so I was trying to change the channel on the TV. I don't know what it was playing. I can't remember. I think it was just like one of those blue channels that, you know, you. if if you remember having like just the cable that the you get from for free or whatever i guess so i don't think i don't know if we had like dish or anything I, I, i'm a kid i don't i don't know what we had anyway you ever on those box TVs then and you're on a certain channel and the only thing is blue yeah
1: yeah i know what you're talking yeah. about
0: i think i was trying i was like trying to switch it to Nick or whatever whatever i wanted to watch and then I slid out the drawers to make like a little step louder. Got up to the TV. Whole thing fell on me. What the
1: fuck? And you're still here? I didn't break
0: no bones. I didn't, I've did. i never broken a bone what in my life. What kind of TV was it? Life. Was it
1: one of the big One the ones? Yeah,
0: one of those big fat box TVs, bro. What the fuck? Those things are like 3,000 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> the, that ball fucking fell on me. I'm
1: still good. Bro, those things have anti-anti-gravity on them. They're, like, <laughs> they're like super fucking heavy. They're no, fucking could, insane. Yeah,
0: that's my, my siblings and my parents that tell, they tell you the same shit.
1: You know what? That explains a lot that you had a TV dropped on your head at two. <laughs> <laughs> that Not a, on my that head. It was like... So, like, did that do anything, like, at all? Or were you just hurt?
0: I don't even remember going to the hospital. Honestly,
1: do you have long-lasting, long-term effects from that that you no, feel today? No, no, no. Okay.
0: No, I'm, my parents filled me in that we went to the doctor, and they just basically said, you know, it's it's like a miracle. You know, nothing nothing happened to him. So I was I'm good.
1: Definitely a miracle, man. You know, if that TV would have killed you, we wouldn't be making this podcast right now. So,
0: yeah, but yeah. Then we, then we moved, and I have a lot of lot of really good memories in that house because you know, it's the only house I ever me- remembered living in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the only complaint that I would have. Throughout my childhood, is we had good Christmases. I didn't have a whole lot of birthdays, like we didn't really celebrate my birthday every year. Wow, why, why was that? I don't know. Ask my parents why they didn't love me. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. But what the heck? No, nah, but like I could probably only tell you about four birthdays that I've, yeah. that I've had four dude I could probably recount every birthday I've had since the, at the age of four like top to bottom mm. and one of my, my my cousin was born like in the same month of, same month as me oh and that always sucks we had a a dual birthday but it didn't even feel like my birthday it was just his basically I was there for it that is so fucking lame that is so fucking lame they got, yeah. His, my cousin got a cake. I didn't, bro. What? Sometimes I just want to stab my parents, bro. <laughs> I'm kidding. I want to kill my mom. I want to kill my, my dad. <laughs> dad. <laughs>
1: uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. No, but like, so uh, I do have a question though. What's your What's your question? So, bro? do you think? That the reason you didn't get any of your birthdays celebrated was because of neglect from your parents? Or do you think it was just, y'all just didn't celebrate birthdays? Like, did you, did anyone else celebrate birthdays in your household?
0: Or was it just you? Mm. I don't really feel like my siblings got them that often either. So I wouldn't say it was just me that didn't get birthdays, but. I just, I always felt like a slight sense of resentment for the fact that it's like I always got inv- invited to all my other friends' birthdays to go over to their house. But I've only ever had two birthdays where my friends got to come over and hang out with me. Wow. Well. So, I know, mean, this...
1: And another question, have you, you, like, talked to your parents about this?
0: No. (laughs) Okay, well, we'll leave that at that. All right, continue. And another thing about my childhood is that, like... So, obviously, big-ass age gap between me and my siblings. I don't know if it just happens to the youngest... Sibling every single time, and no matter what. But my siblings, when I when I was growing up, at least we're cool now. But they treated me like shit, to be honest. And I mean, they know it. We've sat down and talked. I can talk to them. I can't talk to my parents about anything, bro. I just feel like it's gonna blow back in my face somehow if I tell try and tell them about my trauma.
1: That's how I felt. Um, that's why I took the approach, like I said in the last episode of, um, just forgiving and forgetting essentially, well, forgetting, forgiving and not forgetting just, Hey, like I forgive you for the shit that you did to me and whether you know it or not, I will never forget what you did to me though. And I will take that into account moving forward for the rest of my life. And there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. So, I don't blame you, man.
0: I don't. It was like, okay. One time, one time, my sister was like annoying me really bad, and fucking, <laughs> we had—I don't know why—we had a metal ruler, or why my like seven-year-old ass decided to throw it at her, but I hit her in the forehead with a metal ruler. <laughs>
1: You like tomahawk that
0: bitch? Out there? <laughs> yes, sir, bro. It was like Black Ops two. Did it stick her or did it like? Nah, it just like cut her and bounced off. Bro got a cross nuke town tomahawk.
1: <laughs> final kill count or final kill? Fucking that's crazy, yes, sir. That's crazy. So, um, anything else you want to share? Well, you know. Because I said a lot, so I need you to go in.
0: I'm trying to think, bro. It's just. I don't have a lot to say bad necessarily, like. Well, you don't. I have have my trauma, but
1: you can can say, but good stuff. That's okay. (laughs) My childhood just sucked. That's why I was only saying bad stuff. That was only bad things. Oh my lord, (laughs) it was terrible. It wasn't fun. It well, sometimes. I mean, but anyway,
0: but I feel like, despite the fact. That, you know, I felt kind of neglected and I didn't have the best relationship with my siblings and my parents, like, like basically my parents split up, they didn't get divorced on paper, but around like middle school, high school, they just stopped caring about each other pretty much but they didn't leave like neither of my neither of my parents went on their separate ways they just kept like raising us in the same environment with both of them together so what really like put a toll on me is Freaking cousin is calling me In the middle of recording this Okay Great It's like I I hated having to deal with the fact That all they ever did Was fight And talk shit about each other But I would have to love Both of them In the same environment It was just It was very toxic In my opinion Especially Like If I got split up with. My wife. I wouldn't want my kids to have to like deal with our problems for us. Facts. And you know. Like. I would tell. I would tell my mom. The things that my dad would say about her. And I would be like. Don't. Tell him, I don't want to start arguments with y'all. I just think that you should know about it. But then, guess what? She didn't care about my feelings and what's going to happen. Like, the consequences of me telling you this and you going to tell him. You just didn't care. That he was going to get on my ass. And when I would tell him something she might have said about him, it'd just be the same cycle. Like, maybe I shouldn't have to be in the middle of your relationship issues, and y'all should just both love me enough to leave me out of it. Damn. Yeah. I feel that. But, you know, despite all that, of course I still love my parents, because you know they didn't treat me the best, but they didn't treat me the worst, and they tried they tried you know they raised me you know what i'm I don't wanna
1: cut you off, but I think it's crazy that me and you have both very different upbringings um and I'm I'm not here to say who had worse. I'm not, and I'm not gonna do that because everyone has their own issues. There's you can't compare issues. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I think the only thing you could like it, the only way it's objectively one is worse than the other is when it comes down to like you know being like sexually abused and homeless or hungry and shit like that. That's when it can get a little objective. Obviously, they have worse lives than me and you do. Because as far as I know, me and you have never, you know, none of that's ever happened to me and you, you know. And so that is the only objectivity, I would think. But I think that despite us having very different outlooks on life or no upbringings, not outlooks, upbringings, me and you pretty much have the same stance of we both still just love our parents and even though they didn't do the best they didn't do the worst and it's crazy how we just come to that conclusion despite yeah. how different because I almost wish not wish but like I'm sure there were times I was like I wish both of my parents would have stayed together even though you know they wouldn't love each other just for me you know type shit like that and you know And then there's things like you wish that your parents would have celebrated all of your birthdays, you know? And those things, even though those things didn't happen to us and we would want them to, we still come out with the same outlook. And I think that just says
0: a lot. I think that says a lot. I don't feel like I wish that my parents would have stayed together. I wish they would have lived their own lives and got over it. Facts. That would have been so much better to deal with rather than hearing them just yell at each other all the time. And like that's w- they wonder why I would just chill in my room 24-7. Sorry, I'm listening. I got a text from my grandma. I I didn't want to be a part of it. Like I don't want to walk into the living room with him being in the kitchen right next to the living room having an argument when I'm just trying to go get some pizza rolls or something. like I'm just trying to live a normal kid's life. But yeah. can't do that. I can't play Fortnite without hearing my parents in the background.
1: That was always bad when you couldn't like play games with your friends because your parents would be in the back. Screaming and fighting I had to deal with some of that too My mom's had boyfriends You know Mm -hmm. And stuff like that So I understand man I understand man (laughs) I'm here for you man I'm here for you You're my boy You're my boy This is a lot This is a lot And You're brave For You know Giving this to our people This is You know To our people Yeah This is This is a lot And to me too You know I appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate you being front and honest with me like this. Um, so. And always remember that you don't have to say anything you don't want to. Yeah. So. Um, anything else you want to elaborate on?
0: You know. Like I said. I still feel like. Even though my life could have been better. Like I I still don't have enough room to complain about it in a way that like there are people out there doing 10 times worse than we are. Right. It's like I would rather put the energy into helping people who are worse off than me than sitting here complaining about how bad my life is when it when comparatively it's not. I'm the same way, ma'am.
1: I'm the same way I tend to be very um, Philanthropic Um, I don't mind giving money and things to people Ever Um, You know if you come up to me on the street And you're like hey man can you put ten dollars in my gas tank Man I need to get somewhere I don't care if you're actually going to take that ten dollars And you know Buy drugs or (laughs) I, I know what I did was right And I know that In my mind I helped you And so just because I don't want anyone to ever end up in the same situation Or feel the same way I felt when I was younger Or worse So I try to help as much as I can I feel that So, so Yeah Um. Thanks for sharing man um, Did you want to go Was there anything else that you had on your mind you wanted to go into
0: Because I of, would just say that uh You know, my friends have been the biggest part of my life because it's like I felt like I, the friends that I made, I felt like I could rely on them more than I could my own family, which is kind of sad to say. But also, at least I had somebody, you know, right. But, you know, to those of you who are going to listen to this thank you thank you for being you if even if you're not the person that i'm talking about specifically like the people in my life if you were somebody to someone that my friends were to me thank you for being that person for whoever
1: and i would also like to add to that that now that you know You have taken time out of your day to join this community that we're trying to build. Um, Thank you once again because we plan to do really big things outside of just podcast. Um, Things me and him have discussed. Um, And we want to help people just like us who, you know, especially people who are creative and have creative outlooks. But even people that just have a hard time finding a purpose in life or need someone to talk to or listen to I mean we want to be that person I want to do you know stuff like public interviews meet and greets um, reddit AMAs or just stuff like that I want to get as close to y'all as I possibly can and so um, with that that in mind and with that being said thank you guys for taking time out of your day to listen to us y'all are now part of the best community that's going to be on the internet. So, appreciate that.
0: Yeah, and, like, it'll, it gets especially harder the bigger you get. So, for, like, we, when we get there, we will show just as much love to anybody who's listened to the first, if, if we're on our, like, Hundred twentieth episode or whatever, and that's the first second you have ever heard of us. Still show just as much love to you, but also the people who are listening to this, like in in the times that we're posting it, like because we're you know we're gonna post it around twenty twenty three. If you're listening to this around the time that it got posted. You are a real one. Thanks for sticking with us for however long we're going to go.
1: Appreciate you. Appreciate you.
0: We appreciate it. But, yeah, we we love you the same. But, you know, OG fans still get a little bit extra love.
1: So, we got really sappy and sad there. And, you know, we had to get real on y'all real quick. But I want to lighten the mood, if you don't mind. I hey, go for it. I presented this idea to you already and I wanna know if you're down to do it in this episode. I wanna play a little game. A little game called uh, One Has to Go. Uh,
0: that's not where I thought we was going with this.
1: Where do you think I was going?
0: Weren't we gonna segue on over to the nostalgia? The good parts of childhood that everybody looks on. Guys, don't tell them, but I forgot what we were supposed to do in this episode. And we literally just talked about it like an hour
1: ago. Please don't tell them. <laughs> oh, shit. Is that in your headphones? Fuck. Damn, guys. Um, oh, fuck.
0: that reminds me of the, the tweet that I made on our Twitter.
1: I forgot we had a Twitter, too. I shit. made
0: the first tweet on our on Twitter. What you was, What'd you say? It was a bit. It was like, all right, this is our first tweet. We gotta make it count. Oh wait. Is this going to everybody? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I, it's kinda
1: damn. I don't know if y'all can hear those sirens, but like probably not, but someone's getting locked up. I won't let them out.
0: Oh, I thought it was fire alarms.
1: I don't know the difference. I just hear sirens and automatically think Popo hose pulling up. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And go on now. Anyway, yeah, so let's actually do what he said, and we'll say if one has to go for the next episode.
0: Yeah. Okay. good to me.
1: So, how are we going to, do we just go back and forth on nostalgic topics? Do you want to pick a specific genre of topic, or do you want to, is there something in specific?
0: We can just talk about, like, whatever comes to mind, but the first thing we got to talk about, PS2. Cause everybody's played that home, bro. If you didn't play the PS2, let me tell you something. You didn't exist, bro. Let like, me
1: tell. You, let me tell y'all something. Let me let me, tell, let me tell you something. No joke, and this is not a hot take. This is not an opinion. This is fact. The PlayStation 2 by Sony is the greatest console ever released. You can argue with your mama. Don't argue with me. Let me tell you something. You ain't ever played a WWE SmackDown versus Raw game on the oh, PlayStation bro. Two. You ain't living. You bro, ain't living.
0: You know what we're doing after we get done with however many episodes we're recording. What are we doing? Oh damn! I ain't got a second controller though.
1: What, what were you? What were we gonna do?
0: Guess what I have. Don't
1: tell me you got. It. Smackdown versus Raw, bro. 2006. Oh my God. That's a classic, bro. I was three when that game came
0: out. I was two, actually. It came out in 05. Yeah, because, you know, it's like cars. They come out with the year model before the year.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. What the fuck, man, dude? I'm hype. We're still going to play that hoe. Fuck it. We'll take turns, <laughs> dude. Either. Like little kids, bro. We'll take turns. So, and, dude, hey, what y'all know about Spyro? Let me tell you something I'm about that little purple nigga right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something about that little purple nigga with the wings, bro. Whew, those games were hot and hard as fuck. I, I beat the entire remastered trilogy on my 100% of it. 120% of it, technically. On PS4. Nice. Because I have no bitches. No, I've never touched grass before. <laughs> Uh, that's crazy. I'm married. I, mean,
0: I don't think Patrick 100% did it. I'm not sure, but he did. He played the remaster too. I love Spyro. This is not my fault, but I never played Spyro. Can we edit a
1: Vine Boom sound effect right there? <laughs> 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 We're not editing shit into this. No. Yeah, we. I
0: mean. I probably would have loved to play Sparrow, but I didn't have it. I didn't have that or Crash Bandicoot. Crash? I did play Crash eventually.
1: Crash is so good. It's like top three platformers of all time.
0: My first... (laughs) What's crazy is I'm, I'm pretty sure at least that my first experience with Crash Bandicoot was actually at the end of Uncharted... Oh
1: my god! Are you Where talking about? You got about? to play
0: the game as Nathan Drake. He like yes. sits down there and he gets the PS3 controller. Boom! boom, boom. Yeah, I literally played Crash Bandicoot in Uncharted.
1: Okay, I gotta stop. Yes, okay. <laughs> but um But no, Crash goes hard. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you on underrated game, underrated gem. No one talks about this game. I don't know if you know. It's called Ein Ninja. Have you ever heard of I Ninja? Huh. So, this is the premise of the game. You're this little round ninja guy, okay? Mm-hmm. And this, you're fighting some enemies, and this little demon orb thing takes over your character, and he starts slicing and slashing everywhere, and he kills his sensei. Ooh. So when he kills his sensei, his sensei becomes a ghost. A ghost sensei. He killed that motherfucker. Of. Yeah, a ghost sensei, if you will. And the ghost sensei is like, hey, you need to figure out what that was and how to stop it. And so you pretty much run around fighting these demon things and you cut, you slice open these bad guys and you like cut them in half and they like slowly peel. But it's not brutal. It's not graphic. Mm-hmm. It's it's violent. It's not graphic though. Kid friendly. Cartoon violent. They bleed green. So it's not, but it's sick. It's one of my favorite games ever. It's so PS2.
0: It's peak. Um, so. All right. I'm going to find that on eBay buy it and, and play it. It's so good. It's so it's cheap, too. Or maybe I'll just fucking emulate it.
1: Yeah, right, with a legal copy that you own, and you're gonna rip the ROM off of the copy you own, right? The legal copy. Oh, guaranteed. You it's gonna be 100% legal. Right, guys, because we don't promote illegal activity on the podcast. Anyway, so, um, um, <laughs> um, so, let me go into a little more nostalgia. Let me let me let me tell you the most nostalgic thing about my childhood. Mm-hmm. One thing I remember doing countless times: watching Cartoon Network. You were a Nickelodeon <coughs> kid. Don't no, even tell no, no, me. No 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 no
0: no no. Look okay, I loved Cartoon Network, but during watching Adventure Time, my mom was like, "You can't do that no more." What? Why would she do this to you? Because it's witchcraft and also oh my they God. in the treehouse they had the covered up naked lady I painting. I hate,
1: I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate so bad religious parents who stop their kids from enjoying kid things because they're demonic. Let me tell you something. Have you ever met a kid that didn't watch or someone now who didn't watch SpongeBob as a kid? Who wasn't allowed to? Have you ever met someone now? I feel like I probably have, but they're I all can't fucking recall. weirdos. They all don't have a sense of humor and they're all <laughs> I you know what? You know what? I I can't even say that cuz those are real people. I can't reference them in the podcast, but there's some people I know that you also know. That I can't tell you where we know them from. But there's no chance they watch Spongebob as kids. I can tell. And it's two specific people that we both know from a specific place that we both go to frequently. And neither, I can guarantee neither of them have watched Spongebob as kids. All right, then. I'll You can just tell. It's a personality trait. But I i was a hardcore cartoon network kid um i watched it literally as much as i could i didn't have cable all the time so what i would do is we had a laundromat that had a cable tv in there and i would literally walk to a laundromat and sit in there and watch tv in the laundromat just random adults walking in and out i would be like seven years old just watching the annoying orange live action show <laughs> chilling you know why i watched that because i was a that's this is some more nostalgia do you know who Tobuscus is, the YouTuber?
0: Oh, I used to have a fan YouTube channel for Tobuscus. Oh, yes. my God.
1: I love Tobuscus. <laughs> he made me want to start making YouTube videos. Exactly, I love Damn. him, dude. And he, what happened to him was so unfortunate. I it swear. really was. He never recovered either. No, never. And, like, it's crazy because all of his contemporaries are all, like, famous now, like popular names like PewDiePie and – yeah. He could have been that, but he got ruined, and it's really sad because he's so talented. Such a talented guy. Do you, do you guy.
0: think that he actually had a drug problem?
1: Possible. I don't think he, the sexual assault allegations were true, though. Yeah. I yeah. think they've been disproven at this point, right? I think so. Pretty much. It's just, you know. He was like the first person to be canceled on the internet ever. Once Once that happens to you, you just can't. It's crazy. He was like the first example of like a YouTuber, like apology video kind of deal. Yeah. Like that. He was the first. He was the blueprint for that. Um, but, yeah. I um, I loved his videos. I loved his animated videos.
0: I loved no, his Minecraft whiskey, videos. No the Dip it all in mashed potatoes. <laughs> Look, bro, I, I still to this day in my Liked songs playlist on Spotify. If you go all the way bottom, it's, it's Tobuscus down bro, there.
1: Bro, uh, the mini Minotaur song, dude. Yes, It's sir such a banger. Or, uh, no, safety torch.
0: Safety torch. Put it on your
1: porch. Bro. <laughs> Look at the fucking audio uh, beak on there.
0: <laughs> bro. The the those animated videos that he did with like Gabriel in them, yes, Gay Yes, sir. <laughs> Tobuscus.
1: <laughs> Adventure.
0: bro. The he most. Like, Why do you have the sword? It's my sword. I'm gonna play with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> what what are you what are you doing?
1: Uh, I'm bored. <laughs> Yo dude the episode where he went to Canada to get the phone service bro <laughs> oh my god he was like he was like he was like do your best impression of me okay <clears throat> hello everybody i'm Damascus. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They made him like <laughs> significantly more jacked than Tupacus in those videos. And
1: he wasn't even like that jacked. Like if you saw him in real life, he wasn't like that big. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> it like, but it's so it's so peak. Like that was peak life, dude. Like that early internet and you know what's crazy? Everyone talks about having like un uh un what's the word I'm looking for? Unsupervised internet access as a kid. Uh-huh. I didn't have that cuz I didn't have internet ever. Only time I had internet was school and friends' houses. And <laughs> their parents usually did supervise them on the internet. And so, like, people talking about how they saw, like, beheading videos when they were kids. Like, I didn't see that shit until I was, like, well into my teens. Like, I didn't even get a lot of the references people made to, like, see. the evil stuff on the internet. I don't feel,
0: like, my parents didn't really supervise my online presence as a child but i don't feel like like i didn't get up into the the dark side of the internet i didn't want to that ruined people dude i was like scared
1: of like barney getting killed videos on youtube like those videos scared me i didn't want to see any real scary shit like i stayed away from that shit with like i would literally this is some this is some deep cut shit right here you, you, ever, people should get this i would literally go in the living room to look for a movie to watch and if i was looking through like my like drawer of movies and i yeah. saw the saw dvd i would literally just close the door or the final destination dvd with like the holographic yeah yeah no just i'm not watching shit now <laughs> I would just go, i'll go outside like i don't want to watch anything anymore like that shit would I I was a little pansy. Like I was really was. And I, I feel like people let their childhood get ruined.
0: Yes. Like you had to have been looking for that shit. And then like bro, and it's like my my friends were trying to sh- show me like two girls one cup and stuff like that. And I knew of it. Like I knew what it was going to be. But I've never watched it to this day. And I thank the Lord for that.
1: Guys, do we need to show gosh. no two girls, one No, cup. you
0: don't. You don't need to show me one man in one jar either. You've never seen that either? No. Oh, my gosh.
1: Okay, I didn't see that shit till I was or older. Or farts. I don't need to see that either. Oh, those are like weak, dude. You want me to tell you a video that will traumatize you for the rest of your life? I'm not trying to
0: watch the pain Olympics either.
1: You know those videos are fake. I know, but yeah. still not trying to watch it. What about, oh, I don't even, th- is that, I don't know if that's spicy, too spicy for YouTube. I don't know if I can mention this one video here I'm thinking of. You think, you think I should just say it? The title? It's not, it's not a bad title. Like, the title isn't as bad, but the video is fucking awful. Like, Well, it,
0: as long as we're not showing any of the content, I don't think it's going to, like, flag the video. Do you know what one man, one ice pick is? No, but it sounds horrible. We're going to move on. Yeah, I'm
1: I'm not going to explain what it is. And do not look it up. I'm not advocating you to watch that. That's the worst video I've seen on the internet ever in my life.
0: Anywho, you allowed that to happen.
1: Yeah, I did. I was looking for the <laughs> video. I heard it was bad. And I was like, actually, oh, is it really that bad? But I was in high school when I saw that shit. So I told you when I was a little kid, I stayed away from that stuff. Yeah, for real. Like, I, dude, literally... There were smosh videos that scared me that I didn't watch. <laughs> I right. watched Smosh. Bro. No, I watched Smosh too, but like the videos where they were like what was it? Scary movies in real life. Do you do you have you remember those uh, videos? Yeah. Um there was the part where the uh I was dude, my like unbridled, unwavering fear of the girl from the grudge and the ring. I thought they were oh. the same person. Yeah, Both of too. them scared the bat shit out of me especially the the movie cover of the grudge oh my god throw that shit in the garbage i don't ever want to see it again it was I, the
0: girl with the one eye oh, no just throw the, I'm, I'm scared now i want to <laughs> i want to ask if we've shared the same experience okay what's up you ever like it's like 10 11 at night as a kid you gotta go pee but the hallway's darkest shit you try and go in the bathroom but all you see is all the scary shit that you know of yes it's terrible let me tell you another experience
1: have you ever had your door closed while you're trying to go to sleep and some stuff hanging from your door and then like it's dark in the room but you can faintly see a shadow of the stuff hanging on your door and it looks like a person standing there has that ever happened to you (laughs) Or I Am have, I just schizophrenic? I didn't have stuff
0: on my door. What are you talking about?
1: Like, like you had a hook. I have. I had hooks on my door where I hang my backpack and my hoodies and no, stuff. No, no, no. Well, okay. Well, did you have like anything like a chair or in your room or something that like and then like in the dark it like looked like something. It looked like like a demon or something, and it looked uh, yeah. terrifying. Yeah, yeah. That shit. Oh my god. Or this is this happens to me now. I will be on TikTok, and people love, love. Uh, to insert these goddamn jump scares in these in these south
0: park and family guy videos (laughs) bro the fucking the video of the car the car oh the car car jump scare yeah yeah so
1: i uh, yeah and this still happens to me this day i'll watch those and like they'll spook me at first and i'll be like oh that's cool but then when i try to go to sleep the only thing i can think about is that like whatever I saw? It'll be like a Mandela catalog, fucking scary ass black and white face, bro.
0: Oh my god. Okay, do, do you watch Jacksepticeye? Yes, have you been watching like the the horror games that he be playing? I've watched some, I
1: haven't watched his videos in a while though,
0: bro. I remember, okay, I went on this whole, like whole binge like a while ago. It was a it was probably about a year ago now, because I wasn't living with Patrick. I was living with my friend before I moved in with Patrick. But uh, like he he had a a bunch of videos come out around the same time where he was playing stuff like the Mandela catalog. He was playing that. There's this one game. Where he was like a an employee at a coffee bar, but like he had a stalker or something. All the, I watched a bunch of that shit. Was it a was it like a low
1: poly like PlayStation One looking game? Sort of, yeah. I think he was in a gas station employee because if you're talking about the stalker, the one where you, it's it's a game where you're in a gas station. And you're like working the night
0: shift and a guy is like. No, I watched that too. But I'm talking about. He. I remember he was making coffees for people. And like. Basically, this one guy. Kept like. Running across the glass. Trying to lure him. Lure him outside. Yeah, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway. I did watch that, the gas station one too. That game's terrifying. That that motherfucker. Game. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I watched a, like, a shit ton of uh, his horror game videos around that time. And in the same day. Could not go to sleep. (laughs) Bro, I thought the fucking Mandela people were going to come for me. That shit,
1: dude. No, the Mandela catalog fucked me up hard. Like that shit is terrifying, dude. It would like it got to the point because at the time when the Mandela catalog came out, I watched the videos. I didn't watch anyone else talk about them. I watched the videos. okay? because I like analog horror a lot and I like ARGs. And so my mom would be calling me to like come eat. She'd be like, Jordan, come here. Can Can you come here real quick? Bro, I'd be like, no, like I don't want to go. You're a fucking alternate. I'm not fucking with <laughs> you, dude. Like, leave me alone. And like, I'd be looking at my dog at the time. I'd be like, Are you really my dog, uh, nigga? Nigga, are you a skinwalker, bro? Come here. Look at me and my shit. If you a skinwalker, blink. I knew it. I shoot my dog.
0: What <laughs> shoot my dog? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, dude. That's a clip right there. Yes, I shoot my dog. Let me tell you.
1: What scared the dog shit out of me. The And I think, and I'm so serious when I say this. This is not a joke. This is not an exaggeration. This is the greatest horror game ever made. Doki Doki Literature Club.
0: Oh my lord, Jesus. That shit is
1: so scary. It's like, okay. One, it's the first thing that's ever done anything like that before. Where you take a normal game and you just... Fuck it, and and, and like, <laughs> like they get the game, and they're like, and they give you like eight hours of normal gameplay, like a long ass time of just yeah. regular,
0: and then just all of a virtual just novels,
1: up. and then they're just like actually, all that, and then you already know. Yeah, I, should I spoiler warning? That game's been out forever. Uh, should I? Because I kind of want to talk about.
0: If you don't know what the story is by this point you don't.
1: Spoiler warning. That's all I got to say. Go watch Jacksepticeye's gameplay of it. That's how I watched the game before I played it. So at the end, this is this is what got me. The game didn't have a lot of jump scares. It wasn't like very jump scare oriented. So that's why I wasn't like too scared to watch it on my own. Mm-hmm. If if it was like a Five Nights at Freddy's game, I used to not watch them cuz I used to be scared of jump what? scares.
0: I was I was a little bro, I used to watch like people watch Slenderman and get they get so upset in their reactions and I was just like bro what is your problem dog why yeah. are you going <laughs> yeah I have a
1: I had a fear of jump scares when I was younger because of some trauma my brother and my cousin set me up to watch a Pop-up scary video when I was younger and it ruined me. Until I started, was it, was it the car? Video? No, it was a completely different one. I don't the even scary remember. Maze game? No, it no? wasn't like one of the classics. It was just this weird one. But it's anyway, weird. so at the end of the game, when it's just you and Monica, mm-hmm. um, she starts like telling you how she wants to like meet your friends and your family, and she's like, "Hey, let me show you this trick I can do," and it like zooms into the screen really slowly. And she's like, huh, nothing, just kid And then midway through her sentence, she fucking jump scares the shit out of you. Okay, yeah. look, she zooms into her face like this, mm-hmm. and then it zooms back, and she's like, oh, lol, just. Kid. And then midway through the word "kidding," it literally in the subtitles it says "kid," and then dash. She yeah. fucking it zooms in on her face, and it like gets all cracked and like that face of her all like cracked and fucked up. Literally traumatized me. Not just that. The part where Natsuki snaps her neck. And runs at the screen. Mm -mm. Yeah, that was mm -mm. that that ruined me.
0: Yeah, it's pretty terrible.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I love that game though. Great game, great game. I can't wait. They're making another game. I can't wait for another game similar.
0: Real quick, hashtag justice for Sayori,
1: bro. Fuck Sayori, bro. What? Least not least favorite how boring you know who the best character is monica i liked monica at the very beginning of the game i was always thinking i was like monica is fun bro and then wow. when she turned out to be just monica i was like hell yeah this kind of works out for me <laughs> and then when they delete them I'm like, i am deleted i'm like bro bring her ass back yeah <laughs> bring that bitch back she might be a little crazy she'll be yeah. all right but yeah. yeah no way no way so we got an hour 12 in here uh, You think this is a good place To stop this episode Yeah I think we Yeah let's go cool. I think I think we did a pretty good one Guys Did y'all think we did a pretty good one <laughs> <If you put laughs> the <mic> on <laughs> It's like Dora Like uh, Y'all have to If I don't get clips Of you guys Like Screaming
0: at your phones
1: Yes <laughs> Yeah.
0: yeah, like I oh, need. Well, hopefully, you're not saying no. You better not say no,
1: because I have a very specific set of skills.
0: You are not Liam Neeson, bro. Come now.
1: I'm Neam Leeson. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, guys, you get to do the outro too. Go ahead, do the outro. Go ahead. Go ahead. Since you're since you're so good now, since you're such a good podcaster, since you're so good, since you're so
0: good. All right, bit. So. We got the social medias, you know. We're gonna put them somewhere, wherever they go. We didn't do that last episode. Yeah, cause you don't know how to do an outro, bro. Damn. <laughs> so follow us on, you know. We got Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. You're probably watching this on YouTube already, and if you're not, if you want to see us, yeah, we got we got the YouTube, bro.
1: Ain't nothing to see, just two fat niggas on the couch. <laughs>
0: Anyway, there's that, there's this, and this is the end. Farewell, Uh, goodbye, have a good day.
1: I don't know podcast, signing out.